morning when the dead in Christ shall rise and the glory of His resurrection share. When His chosen ones shall gather to their home beyond the skies and the road is called yonder I'll be Chaplain John McTernan, this is our uh, Saturday night show, The Outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and I'm glad everyone is here, and we've been praying for years and years and years about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and we're really starting to see things happen, so I'm excited, I'm very excited, and I hope to have a, a good night tonight in the Lord here, and let me go check and see, we've got uh, Sister Kathy here. Hello, Sister Kathy. Present and on the job. <laughs> okay, you're not A-W-O-L. No, 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 I can't be that tonight. Okay. And then we have Sister Sharon here. Hello, Sister Sharon. Yes, good evening. Hello, hello, hello. And first, got to let you know that we had a wonderful prayer time last night oh okay did you expect me to say anything else no no i expect that's right that was mute that's music to my ears well we were i would say it was about probably 12 30 last night and i could just tell people literally did not want to stop the program and so but i know we did because you were going to be teaching this morning and stuff like that but you could just feel it in the prayer group that nobody really wanted to stop Okay. So what time did you stop? 12.30. (laughs) 
So you started at you, you started at uh, nine. Yes. And you went to twelve yes. thirty. Yes. Okay, I like that's that's really good. I, we just we just prayed for so many different people, and so many people did praying and uh, lifting each other up and stuff. It was just just wonderful. Even Amen. Kathy was there to the end. Um, I had to check out about five minutes, I think, before only sleep. <laughs> was what got me off. I was one of those that would have stayed till two if I could have held up. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> what, was was the, um, what was the focus of the continuing prayer? Everything. Yes. Weather conditions, uh, inmates, uh, yes. family members, the lost, your meeting. Yes, uh, the meeting. Yes. How, how, Sister Kathy, how was your... Ministry on? Don't you minister to church on Fridays uh, at the church at the prison? Yeah, it was good. It was a bit, and they always want a report. Charles is going to ask for a report for how it went if Sharon doesn't soon enough. And so I was able to give that, and um, I had a couple of questions at the end that the inmates asked that we discussed and researched, and that was. Very good. And Nicholas called, and um, uh, we didn't hear from Summer Stardust or Alabama Greg and or Paula Jean or Anna, but she's on tonight, praise the Lord. So we had a few that were AWOL, but they'll be back next week, Lord willing. Okay. Amen. All right. And then Anna is here. Hello, Anna. Hello, Chapel John. I was, uh, I went to bed early last night. This morning was lovely. It was lovely. I loved the teaching. Oh. And you're, you're right about the music. It is awfully loud. Uh, the music was not loud in the, uh, in the service. It, oh, it, they did lower it. They were mounted, They managed to keep it down. Oh, I'll, I'll, maybe they were broadcasting loud, but it, it wasn't. Uh, yeah. I'm very sensitive to the loud music, and it's not loud. It's the Sunday uh, church that I go to that's uh, really loud. I go with earplugs. <laughs> well, I, my computer was not picking up, the, and I, I if I could have made a message for them to turn up the volume on the microphone you were okay but when the guy was doing that about the parsha and yeah even when just it, it the volume was just painfully low and okay yeah. and, mm-hmm. oh, was it like that the first time you listened not as bad but um it was kind of like i just thought maybe the person didn't have the microphone high enough and that well, could have been it, it but, i'll mention i'll, I'll mention that to yeah, them do too. that do that. Now, so now, they Anna, just need to turn the internal volume for the internet up okay. higher because that happened at a East Main Church of God, and I contacted them and they did it and it was perfect. And everybody said thank you, thank you for doing that. So well, um, let them know. Anna, did you say that the music was very loud? I rather have because I had to speak. Well, I had to speak a phone on my um, flip phone plus I had the earphones on, so it. It was loud for me, but it was good. Beautiful. Okay. okay. And the teaching was fantastic. Um, I'm really, like, it was hard for me to um, uh, grasp a lot of things in Ezekiel and 
And, you know, now that, like, everything is coming, falling into place like God said it would, it's so much easier to see things now, like, um, what, what's happening with Russia, with Ukraine, with everything that's going on. It's just so much, it's so much easier now than it was, like, five years when I was reading it. You know, I was like, I don't understand this. And now, the way you present it, it's just really opening up to me. So wow. I just want to say thank you. And yeah. that family was wonderful. The man that, I guess he um, had gone to, to the church, and they moved to uh, Utah and invited anybody who wanted to come and stay for a week, and he would yes. take them around the town. Yeah. I'm signing up, Anna. Let's me and you go at the same time. Let's all go. I'm like, I'll he doesn't know down. what he's offering. Did, did you hear okay. when I was? Did you hear uh, when I was uh, talking about the yeah, Lord did, being our, the Lord being our high priest after after the order of Melchizedek? I I pointed yeah, towards yeah, him yeah. and said, uh, "Preach that to the Muslim, to the Mormons. It's not Joseph <laughs> Smith." <laughs> yeah but it was wonderful okay and uh sister sharon how did you do there did, did you i, I want to know how many pages of notes you took oh well i just listened intently and stuff and i really really enjoyed it and um i think there's maybe a consensus that we always should just have just a few extra minutes for that at the end well, um, I the only thing I the only thing I really cut out at the end was they already had prayed for healing, and I I was um, my legs were okay, uh, but I could feel it starting to to act up like. So that's the only thing I really cut out at mm-hmm. the end. And I had they pr- cut off the live stream though. They cut. We lost right. the feed. You did at, w- at what point? Yeah, well, it- it was two hours and like six minutes, and they had to go, which is normal for most things. You had just started the prayer and did the salvation part. Okay. Yeah, I continued fine. I continued fine mm-hmm. through that. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, it was so how, important. How was it, it was how so was it received when you were oh, done? Oh, it was received. Tre- <laughs> I think the, there was a lot of things they were blessed by, but the consensus was the water and the blood that blew them away okay. blew them away okay. awesome person after person came up to me and said wow wow the water and the blood that was what a presentation that is awesome. was that is awesome now um because I, I, I want to talk to you about a lot of things well many things but um this was received, and it was kind of—I'm almost—I don't want to say shocking, but surprising to me. They seem to receive the first uh, this this part more impact than the first one. The second part, they were—I got more feedback, more intense feedback. Um, uh, there was a pastor there. He wants me to come and preach. He's putting a prophecy conference on. In um, I think two weeks, I forgot, I got the date here somewhere, and he wants me to do a thirty-minute 
introduction to his conference, and then um, I can have all every Sunday in April to in his church to preach. He wants this preached fully. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then uh, another brother came up to me, and uh, I met him through uh, Michael, and he said, will you send me your PowerPoint presentation of this, of the first part and the second part? I said, uh, sure, yeah, I will. He said, okay, we're going to put this, and, and he was talking about a team he has. Now, I've met Brother Bob um and I'm close to him. I've invited him to come, and he came. So he wants to put it in a uh, teaching booklet. And he said, "This we've got to get this out. We're going to put this in a teaching booklet with healing the broken heart at the end. Isn't that something?" So hey, next no week we're gonna we're gonna meet. I'm going to meet him. He lives quite a ways, and we're gonna meet halfway, and we're gonna work out a plan how to get this information out. Isn't that something? Amen. But they were um, one. Uh, well, she's a pastor too. She told me that she was so confused about the messianic reign there of the Lord in Ezekiel, and she said people were um, asking her questions. She said I was stumbling around. She said I didn't know how to answer it. And she said, every question I had was answered. Because she, she wasn't there for the first part, but she watched it, the first part. And then she was there today. So she said, every question that I had, she said, you made it so clear. I perfectly understand it now. She said, this is amazing, amazing teaching. She said, amazing. And so that's off just the top of my head in, in talking with people, um, their response to it. Did they have an account? I know he said 35 people were on the internet live stream la- last time. Did they have an account that he told you this time? Was it no. about the same? Or no, did I didn't talk to him. No. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I Something like this, you get a lot of people in the, archi- the archives. Yeah. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, it was just really exciting. It was really, really exciting. Um, oh, the I, again, they they came up to me about the um, the water and the blood. Absolutely, I mean that seemed they were blessed in a lot of areas, but that one seemed to be like an explosion in their minds. You know, they could see it. Jesus is there. The blood is there, and the water is there, and the blood. You know, it's interesting that the stream of um, prayer for this one was totally different from the other one. I think a lot of people focused on that it would be received in revelation knowledge and, you know, that they would grasp it. Oh, I yes. remember those prayers going yes. up a lot for yes. people. Yes, because the first time... Several people came up to me and said they were like choking. There was like too much and they were having trouble like coordinating. That's why I, in the beginning I said what I said. If you have any problem understanding this, email me and I'll, I'll 
I'll tutor you through it. I don't want anybody to miss it. So no one came, no one came up to me this time. Everybody came up and said it was a, a, a tremendous revelation to them. No one wow. said that they awesome. had a problem to uh, understand it. Where the first one, I would say there was a good 10 people uh, afterwards came up to me and said they were going to have to study it more. There was, there was an overload of like information. But this went really, really good. So now I'm scheduled to uh, speak at a prophecy conference. And then um, uh, at, as a result of that conference, they told me to get back to them, which I have not looked yet in my March calendar. And they're giving me every Sunday in March to preach in their church, uh, uh, April. They're giving me every... So I'm looking at this in... Oh, Sunday. Yeah, I'm... I'm preaching in Pakistan on the 16th. Second's open. Ninth is open. The 16th and the 23rd. The 30th is open. So that's what we'll do. We'll have those three weeks. Isn't that exciting now? That's really... That is. That is so incredible. And it was wonderful how they um, re-engineered the program of their first service there and the intensity was so high and it it just was a very, very, very good, powerful, awesome meeting for for this one today. It was, it was. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even cover all the material. Yeah. I I thought when it took so long for you to get started, you know, when, when they were singing and then praying and then talking about the Parsha and then the getting extra money and all, I'm like, oh, I can just see chaplain saying, when are they going to turn it loose? When am I going to get up there? And then especially since it was cut off at two two hours and six minutes, I'm just so glad you got up there when you did. But maybe that was yeah. the ticket, just, you know, a small load. Um. Yeah, I did. I was very happy um, following through at the end, which you you uh, you were cut off. But yeah. uh, I was very very happy what I was able to get out and present, especially the healing of the broken heart. I mean, a lot of them heard that message for the first time. Mm-mm-mm. Nah, no one did what? come up afterwards and talk to me about it. But I mean, there was people were watching it on, and they will watch it in the archives. You know, so it, it'll get out, and I—that's I, what we need: salvation in Christ, <laughs> healing the brokenhearted, break bondages off them, break curses off them, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, and make sure you're water baptized. I mean, now we've got people that come to the Lord that they're 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 like on right on the road to be with the Lord as He wants us to be, not struggling for years trying to get victory and all. Right, hitting the ground running. Yeah, functioning. Yeah. And Twizzle wants me somebody, and I'm I'm going to take it up. It says talk about how the scriptures read went with his topic. Somebody, please. <laughs> so she knows it was just so spiritually coordinated with the scriptures that were read a four time. Oh yes, yes, that was brought up. Yes, in fact. I did mean to mention that, and it just, when I got up there, it just went out of my mind. But I did Uh want to, 
um, yeah, the Parashaw. Yes. Yeah. Especially they went, who, when do you hear like, like Ezekiel 43 being brought up? That was not, that was of the Lord. Oh, absolutely. You know, they didn't. See, that was when the volume was so low on my computer. I, I just couldn't get it. And I had a Bluetooth thing and it wouldn't figure in, but uh, I'm hoping the archive will be a little louder or at least I can get the thing done. But that was profound and that needs to be done because you never know. People don't know these, you know, Jewish tradition reasons for doing that all the time. And so that was wonderful. Another thing that they were, uh, several people brought up was the fact that the Lord would be teaching as I opened up at Isaiah chapter two, verses two and three about the Lord would be teaching his ways and because of the word would go forth from Jerusalem and the, the law would go forth from Jerusalem that had a big impact because then it it came into all of those strange things that are in Ezekiel 43 through 46, and the Lord is going to teach what this means. Amen. It was so so knit together so perfectly. Well, I thank you all for the prayer. I mean, because this one did give me a different feeling, uh, Preaching it, the first one was like uh, off the chart, my emotions. Like this one here was, I was more calm and uh, there was um, just a different feeling inside. But I was so delighted with the the reaction afterwards. I was so delighted with it. But that fact, tying Isaiah 2, verses 2 and 3, in with like Ezekiel 43 and the Lord... Like, for example, he's going to teach the water and the blood. That's, he's going to show them there as he's teaching the water on the, uh, all around that, that inner, the inner court. There's the blood yeah. on all the entrances to it. It's on the, it's on the altar and it's on the posts of the house. So there's the, the witness of the blood and then the water. It doesn't, it just says the water is, water is going to flow. So I don't know if it's like muddy there, or they're going to build a conduit. I don't know. Uh, it, it, the, the well, don't you don't say. you think that? Yeah, go ahead. Don't you think that as Mary birthed Jesus and it was the water and the blood? Don't you think that's the first indication of the water and the blood? Yeah, that's see. All right, uh, let me. There's a not a secret, but there is a. Um, you have to know the direction of First John, and it doesn't say in First John that he's writing this uh, for the not. It's called Gnostics, the Gnostic heresy. Mm-hmm. So, but through history we know it, and the Gnostics uh, denied that Jesus was. Well, there were two branches of it, but they denied that he was a real person. He was a spirit being. Because he couldn't have a fleshly body because of the of the sin and all that. Now, forget the virgin birth. I mean, that was their belief. That was their belief. So the very first verse in First John says, um, uh, "He was in the beginning." Oh, I know it. And it just went out of my mind. Uh, 
we looked upon, we heard, our hands have handled of the word of life. And then it says, and um, he was in the beginning, he was with the Father from the beginning. The word of life was with the Father from the beginning, and he was manifested unto us. So that is setting it up that the Lord was a real person. That's why First John opens the way it opens, that we touched him. We could see him with his eyes. We heard him. Otherwise, if you don't know that, First John, the way it starts is, in my opinion, is like odd. Odd. Now, when you go to First John 5, 6, it's saying that he came by the water and the blood. That was uh-huh. his natural birth. Right. That's what, that's right. tying into the beginning. And then it says there are three that give record in heaven. The Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. Then 1 John 5, 8 says there are three that bear record in the earth. The water and the blood and the spirit. And these three agree in one. So the water and the blood in the earth has to do with his death. Right. On the cross. That's where the blood came from there. Isn't it interesting? I, I kind of realized it for the first time when I was speaking that when he was speared in his chest and the water and the blood flowed out, um, that gushed out, that water. And yeah, that, with force. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then it, it, it came, it poured down him and onto the ground and it was mixed. The water mm-hmm. and the blood was mixed. Yeah. But where does the water come from in the temple, but the right side of the throne where he's sitting? Yeah. So that water is flowing like, I don't know if you could say from him, but it's flowing mm-hmm. from the lo- location of where he is. Yeah. So it was a nice parallel, a uh, precise parallel of um, the water and the blood flowing from him. And the blood his shed blood is is our life. And the water and the blood were mixed, so that water was showing his death and, and th- so it's precious. That water that blood and water flowing from him gave that was life, giving us eternal life. So that's that water now flowing visually. They can see it, and he's gonna teach them what it means. That's so awesome how every I is dotted and every T is crossed and everything has a purpose and a symbol and a type and a shadow. It is just so amazing. Oh, the intricacy of the Word of God and how things tie together. You know, when you look at it, now, if I told you, and you didn't know anything, and if I told you, I got the, the Lord showed me this great teaching from First John chapter 5 and Ezekiel, uh, it would be Ezekiel 45, like um, verse 18. You would go, what? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> I, right, Sister uh, Sharon? I mean, wouldn't that sound really hey. odd? First John and Ezekiel 45, yeah. 18? But I agree. Anytime somebody says First John to me, I always think, huh? You know, I really do. Yeah. And Anna, I'm sure to everybody it would be odd, you know, uh, until you see it. 
Oh, and Wild Olive is here. Hello, Wild Olive. Hello, Chaplain John. I got to see the live, and I thought it went really, it was just flowing so well. And you got that gospel message in, and part of the broken-hearted message before the live stream ended, so the timing was perfect. Um, I guess it was a little bit short, but uh, all the important items were in there, and it was yeah. just wonderful. Well, I wanted everybody to see what what I consider like full or real Christianity, the full ministry. I mean, it's the gospel, but it's repentance. It's the blood, but you can't leave out the uh, resurrection. You can't. And then everything was to lead to Abba Father. And then the broken heart. I, what I did was I had a list because I didn't want to forget everything. So up on the on on the pulpit there, I had a list, and I went down the list, and I was very happy that I covered everything. And then we we prayed for those that were oppressed of the devil, broke curses. So I mentioned to someone there before um, the church and. I said, I think I'm going to be doing, you're going to hear something unusual today. And he said, well, what's that? And I said, well, for closing there, when we're going to pray, I'm going to give a, a call for the Lord, but I'm going to also pray over people to break curses in their lives. He goes, wow, was that needed? Oh, you're going to really do that? I said, yeah, that's real ministry. Oh, I'm, you know, he was really excited that I was going to do that. And then uh, praying for the, um, I do have encouraged everybody to be are baptized. Are they going to? Oh, sorry. sure, go ahead. Are they going to be doing a um, uh, just a, a video, just with your two teachings, just edit it together? Can they do that? I don't know if they're going to do that, but they're going to give me the two um, edited, you know, without um, the lead-in, just the just the the uh, teachings themselves. I don't think they're going to put them together. Oh, that'd be really good. So, as I looked at it, the first one and the second one, uh, I consider them um, finished. In other words, it's not like, oh, I wish I would have said on the first one, I would have said this, this, and tied this. I felt it was complete, and I felt this one was complete. Now, I could have added more, but for people to get the big picture, to get them uh, looking into Ezekiel uh 40, the Ezekiel era, we'll say 43 through 46, that's the main part. They got the picture that the Lord is sitting on the throne as our high priest. He is Yom Kippur. He is, the throne is the Ark of the Covenant, and everything connected with the throne is him. You don't need blood on Yom Kippur because the blood is sitting on the throne. He is like the sprinkled blood on the uh, mercy seat there of the Ark of the Covenant. They all got that. That was awesome. You know, everybody got that. That was no problem whatsoever. Now, I wrestled with something, um, and the Lord showed me how to do it. And, I, I, in fact, I, I set this, uh, I made a change this morning. Because you know how I'm laying in bed and I'm going over the preaching and all. Now, here's the problem. And I hate this. I hate this problem. I loathe it, but I, there's nothing I can do about it. When you go to 1 John chapter 5, verses 6, 7, and 8, in the modern Bibles, verse 7 is out. 
the modern translations, it's out. And I had it originally in there, and I took it out uh, because I didn't want this controversy to mar what I was saying. Because I could see people coming up and saying to me, well, you, you use First John 5, 7, that's not in the Bible. And I didn't want that confrontation. I just did not want it. But I wanted to put it in there. So I did. Now, you heard me at the end. What the Lord told me to do was to just summarize it. And so I summarized verse 6. I summarized verse 7 about there the record there were three bearing record in heaven the witnesses in heaven and then i i fully explained verse 8 so that was something going on in my mind because the last thing i wanted to do was get into a confrontation after this was over amen I, amen so i was happy i i added it this morning when i was up before i, I got up earlier there and i made that change and now it didn't show up on the screen. If you were watching the screen, it didn't show up because I made, first of all, I deleted stuff. Then this morning I put the scriptures back. So it's sad. It's sad that that, I, I, but those particular verses are very important. Uh, to put this together, to match it over with um, Ezekiel there, um, with the water and the blood, <clears throat> I, I feel that those three, First John 5, 6, 7, and 8, are very important. So I don't want to leave 5, 7 out, but I don't want a war after I'm finished. Yeah, and you covered the basis, so it worked out per- perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, Wild Olive, did you pick that up? Uh, I was listening more than uh, watching, but... You seem to cover it. I didn't notice that it was missing. No, no, I included it. Oh, on the screen it was missing. I just had yeah. I just had first John five, eight and Romans Romans. John nineteen thirty four where the the Roman soldiers speared the Lord. It's interesting how after they speared him they recognized who he was. That's exactly right. Because the darkness came and the earthquake and all. And it said um, in Matthew, And when the centurion and they that were with him saw the earthquake and those things that were done, he said, Truly he was the Son of God. And those were hardened Roman soldiers. They had they had crucified thousands. Thousands. That's how powerful the blood and the water coming out together out of the crucified lord is i mean it's amen and from my perspective you know um i mean i never again and i can't say i'm the only one Uh, i'm sure there were others but maybe it's gotten a little notoriety now because i've never heard that connection between romans like uh romans first john five and um Ezekiel there, 47 and 45. So it is unique. That That is a unique teaching. And it did really resonate with the people. Really resonated. But uh, when I teach it in the future, I'm not leaving out uh, 1 John 5, 7. 
I'll teach it the way I did, but I'm not leaving it out. It's terrible that you got to you got to deal. Like for example, um, I, I the ministry that I met yesterday. Not what what day was it? Friday. I guess it was yesterday. Wow, think that my mind's in a blur now. That's a healing the broken heart ministry. And he never mentioned uh, Luke four eighteen. He mentioned uh, Isaiah sixty one one. I didn't get into it with him, but I think one of the reasons was he's probably not using the King James, and he's using some other translation that left out. He sent me to heal a broken hearted, and other. I was very pleased that there are other other ministries. I don't think. Well, no, the one that's a pastor. The woman was a pastor, but they all are aware and they're ministering to people for healing the broken heart. And any of them that mention the verse, it's never, I'm the only one mentioning, mentioning Luke 418. All the others are going to Isaiah 61 1. And they don't say anything to me. They don't, they don't say, well, healing the broken heart is not in Luke 418. None of them have said that to me. But again, you know, this is, I'm doing what I'm going to do. I'm never going to change that. But I don't, a little tension on my part when they're using Isaiah 61.1 and I'm losing, using for Luke 4.18 because I know why. But we go forward and I think something good's going to happen. Bob wants to meet with me next week. He wants me to give me all the power, give him all, I don't care. I'll give the PowerPoints to whoever wants it. You know, there's, there's no, there's no, um, what do you call it? Copyright on it. Copyright on it. No. <laughs> so he said, he said, look, we want to put this together in a teaching booklet and we want to get the brokenhearted in it, healing the brokenhearted. Chapman John. Yes. Um, Trizzle just suggested that you could say before your, your teaching that you're, um, be teaching from the King James Version or New King James Version or whatever. That has Luke four eighteen, and people on their phones these days, if they want to check it out, they can just go to the translation and read it that it's actually there, and then you don't have to worry about you know people getting their noses out of joint. Well, that I did do that. If if you were able to see the screen. At the very end, I had First John four eighteen, and then I had King James version after. It's the only, it's the only scripture I used that I did that. But I, I have taken the, you know, there's there's people out there that are called King James only, and they're looked at derogatorily by people, and then there are people that um, will not use the King James under any circumstances, any version but the King James, those are the ones that would get in my face. It's almost like a, because they're convinced that it doesn't belong in the Bible, it was added. It's all nonsense. I've, I've got a teaching on my, my website there, and I go into great detail uh, about about this and the battle where they said, "Oh, this was added." Uh, Erasmus was the one who put together the uh, Texas Receptus, 
manuscript from which the King James and all the all the Bibles up to like probably about around 1900, they all came in from the Texas Receptus. All of a sudden, the Texas Receptus is out and these other manuscripts are in and they're the ones that manuscripts leave out Luke 4.18. The manuscripts leave out 1 John 5.7. So, and I, and I know that there are people that will that be so upset with me for using that verse that they will challenge me over it. I know that. They won't necessarily challenge me over Luke 4.18, but they will challenge me over 1 John 5.7. And uh, I just didn't want to face that. I didn't know if anyone would, but I didn't want to face that after preaching. So, But it worked out. I put 1 John 5.7, I summarized it, and I moved on. Yes, well, uh, you certainly, I couldn't see the screen. I was kind of just sitting back listening. But, you know, you, you had it all in there anyway, so it worked really well. Yes, yeah. They'd have to be really King James haters the way I presented it. And the Lord showed me how to do it. But they'd have to be King James haters to uh, really come after me. Because it's like putting a red flag in front of a bull if I if I put first John five seven in it. So I'm not I'm not going to back down and it's it could get ugly. <laughs> I didn't want that. So it all worked out. It all worked out. So I think we're gonna be the Lord's gonna be taking us places now. Well I know already. It's March um March eighteenth. I'm going to be speaking at that church, at that uh, prophecy conference, and then probably April second, uh, they want me to come uh, Sundays and teach. Um, they want me to teach this message and healing the brokenhearted at uh, their church. Well, once they've finished editing those videos, it's going to be my mission to get get them to Tavia Singer. <laughs> ah, that's good. Hey. And if he, he doesn't like it, because he will not put them in the machine himself. I promise you. <laughs> well, if he gets something from New Zealand, he won't suspect a thing. There you go. <laughs> he, what is he going to do? Is he going to call me and tell me he didn't have a breakdown? Stop telling these false stories about me. Well, what is he going to say? If he, oh, he has to listen to the teaching. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, well, if he. Um, if he wants to debate me again, uh, what is he gonna what What is he gonna say? You know, I mean, the scriptures haven't changed, so what is he gonna say? Well, nothing. He can just call on the Lord Jesus to be his savior. Yeah, well, and that's stop good too. That's, that's good too. Because <laughs> I thought about that. Um, what is he going to say? If, I'll debate you again over this. Sure, fine. Uh, I have no problem. What do you want? I'll, wherever you want to be, I'll, wherever you want it, I'll be there, and I'm ready to go. So, is he? What can he say? Especially with uh, the, the God of Israel sitting on the Messiah's throne. How do you change that? Well, I think it's particularly uh, ironic that you're preaching this particular teaching in a messianic church. I think that'll really um, impress him. That's funny. Well, what I'd like to do is, uh, all, especially all these Messianic churches, I'd like to see them 
all know this. And that will really stop these anti-missionaries like coming in like wolves after the church. And it could start winning um, Jews to the Lord when they see it in their word. There it is. It's right there. But it would, I think it will really help the Messianics because the anti-missionaries go right after the Messianic church. In fact, the rabbi there who retired, well, uh, Mort, he's a, he's a pastor rabbi. He told me about, he said, in fact, we spoke about it after my first teaching that this is really needed because there's some local man that was a pastor that converted, he renounced Christ and became a, um, a rabbi, but he's, he's vicious about it. And he, he kind of, he tries to get into every, everybody, all the Jews and, uh, bring them out of, bring them back into Judaism. So uh, Mort said that this is really, really important teaching. So I think he's going to use it uh, against this local rabbi who's an apostate. Well, I think it's particularly good teaching because it gives a clear picture from Scripture that, you know, Yeshua, the Jewish Messiah, is coming back and he is going to have his house temple right there in Jerusalem because there's not really much teaching about that and oh. it gives a clear picture of it um, and you know it's it's they can just look forward to you know what's going to happen because there just isn't any teaching on the millennium reign and his temple or anything like that and I think no, it'll Jews, be very important the Jews for them won't to have go a, in there the Jews won't go in there because it's a minefield for them. How, if the Jews start going in there and teaching Ezekiel, how are they going to explain Ezekiel 43 with the God of Israel sitting on the throne of David? How, how what are they going to say? They have to start stuff like it's not literal. This is all figurative. Figurative of what? <laughs> right? Well, there's no other explanation no, for it. There is none. They're, they're caught. They're, they're caught out in the open. But it is sad because I don't know how many, uh, all the leading rabbis there and the, the anti-missionaries, they all know, they heard what, what you heard. They saw it. They know the God of Israel sitting on the Messiah's throne. They all heard it from me. And they rejected it. I mean... How in the world could they ever turn to that loathsome carpenter from Nazareth and believe that he's the Messiah? That's the way they look at it. It's like beneath them. Sad. Now, maybe through the years, some God worked on them and they they, they have come to believe him. I, I hope that there's some like that. But they know. That's what, that's what has to sink into our head. They know the God of Israel is sitting on the Messiah's throne and that the only one that could fit that is the Lord Jesus and they don't want any part of that. So they just go, they pretend like it never happened. But if they, I never confronted them with it. I never showed them from the word. That is really sad. So it, sh it shows you they're not interested in truth, really. They're not. Well, hopefully um, it will wake a few of them up because 
they'll be in for a rather rude awakening very soon, um, unless they do, and they don't really want to go through that seven-year tribulation. This is kind of bringing back some little memories to me. I remember um, a confrontation. We never, there was never any yelling or screaming there, never. And there was no curse words. And it, it, it did get a little personal. Sometimes we personalize it. And this one time, it was personalized. And the leading um, anti-missionary, he had a website, and he was the leading, leading one. His name was Yuri, and he was from Tel Aviv. And uh, I caught him out in the open many times so this one time i said yuri you know you're teaching one thing to the gentiles and another to the jews i said which is it so he said well i don't mind not telling the gentiles the truth basically because we were gentiles and we could be lied to (laughs) that's what he said (laughs) i said you hypocrite that's what he said you said you're nothing but a hypocrite said, you teach the Jews one thing. So I said, here is my position, Jew and Gentile. And it had to do about the Lord's virgin birth, I remember. So I said, what's so hard for you to do it, Yuri? Why can't you come out and tell us? It, it's, it's in the realm of bizarre, and I think he was embarrassed. And I'm kind of rambling on this, but... And I don't... I, it, I have to do a real teaching, and I can't do it now. But anyways, I caught him out in the open and... So all the Jews that were there all know that he was a hypocrite. And he's there leading, he's there leading Goliath there. And then another time, uh, he, he was, he did, oh, 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 he didn't know who, how that God could have a Messiah because of the genealogy. I was pounding him on the genealogy, but God will, We'll know it because he'll just show up and we'll know he's the Messiah. I said, but you realize the curse of Jeconiah is on the line. That's that's God's problem. That's God's problem. The Messiah will show up and we'll know it. So I said to him, Yuri, I can tell you right now that your Messiah is going to be what the Bible calls the Antichrist. You're, you're, gonna, you're a prime candidate. You'll be number one. You don't care... What the Bible says, but you know your Messiah is going to show up. You're going to be deceived. I'll never be deceived. You're deceived right now. What do you mean you'll never be deceived? I said, you are going to be the first one online to receive the Antichrist as your Messiah. There is no such thing as an Antichrist. That's all nonsense Christian doctrine. So how, how, does, that, how does that go, Wild Olive? Would I mean laying well, the truth on? It sounds him. like he's going to be first in line. <laughs> yes, that's what I told him. I told him that. So all that stuff they heard, all of it, and again, maybe some of them came to the Lord through the years, but they they rather have lies than believe in that Jesus of Nazareth was their Messiah. They rather give me lies, anything but him. That's sad. That really is sad. Okay. Um, Sister Kathy, do you have anything more you want to add? Or? Uh, no. I just love how 
Well, you know, when you were saying about that um, man that re, you know, reneged on Jesus and and went to be a rabbi, it reminded me of the phrase I heard a man say the other night. He said, "I felt." Sister Kathy, if you can hear me, we lost your voice. We lost you. You hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what happened, but anyway, that man that was a believer and just dispossessed himself of salvation, I just feel so sorry for him. That is not the way you want to go. I mean, to me, that's like right out of Romans 10, uh, Hebrews 10. Amen. Yeah. Now, when I uh, engage them, you never know who was a real Jew and who was like this guy here. This this rabbi we're talking about, but when I found out that someone I was engaged with was a um, like an apostate, they were now a lot of the Jews were vicious towards the Lord also, but when I found out they were apostates, I, that was it. I wouldn't talk to them anymore unless I wanted to do it to make like an example of them, because they were so they. They were so vile. They were, st- they were, I mean, it was like talking to the devil with these people against the Lord. They had such venom what, in him. I know it's generated by the devil, but what would possess somebody other than the devil to be so vile and vicious and so vitriolic against Jesus? I mean, where does that anger and rage come from? I know it's the depth of hell, but I mean, how does it get in a person? I guess I'm well. Say. This is what I found. Maybe this is the answer. Maybe this isn't the answer. But um, the when, like what we're doing now on on Saturday, there's you got to go out of your way to try and mix the law and grace. This this here, it's all it's all God's grace. There's no law involved in it. The they follow Passover. It's no commandment to follow it. You and they show the whole service is Jesus and Passover. So it's not like Judaism. It's like we're Christians, but we're looking at a nice way the Jewish roots. Right. Like I said, yeah. there's no bondage. However. People that do go down that road, like this rabbi did, and I've encountered them, I mean a whole load of them, they become self-righteous. All of us, okay. all of us are Christ-righteous. I think of, with me, I, I, I'm, I, I've received Christ, I'm righteous because of Jesus Christ. He's my righteousness. I call it Christ-righteousness. With those people, they start with, well, I keep the Sabbath. And then I'll ask them, well, do you keep it because, you know, you want to honor the Lord and Jesus is the Sabbath? Or do you think because the law, oh, the law says it. Once they say that, see, they think now that they're righteous because they keep the Sabbath. Then they they keep, um, when they keep the the, uh, feasts like Passover, See, they're righteous because they keep it. Mm-hmm. They're righteous because they keep Yom Kippur. And they go down that road, 
And the more spiritual they think they are, the more they're, they're going away from God as fast as they can, because that's all nonsense. But they're puffed up with pride. I keep the Sabbath. I'm kosher. I keep Passover and all. And they become more and more further away from the Lord to the point where they are completely self-righteous. So they don't need, they don't need, they they don't need Jesus. So sad. Yeah, but you're completely prideful. Well, that's see, right. I keep the Sabbath. I am mm-hmm. kosher. I keep Passover, and I, 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 and that's what I've seen at the root of all of this. Now there may be some other things in there, but it becomes self-righteous. <sighs> Bless their heart. Okay. Well, if anyone. We were really just discussing what happened today and some other things. Um, but I did pray for the people for the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And I was, they understood it now. They understood it. So it was a nice breakthrough. I was very happy, very happy today, happy with everything. Again, like I said, I'm not sitting here saying, oh, I wish I would have added this. I wish I would have said this. So. I would like to. That is so wonderful. Yeah, it is. Well, look at all the prayer that went up, Sister Kathy. Look at all the prayer. Yeah, true, that's true. Mm-hmm. How many people would you say were there? Oh, 100, 100 150. Okay. I was, I was thinking there'd be at least 75, so that is yeah, awesome. Yeah, there was at least 75, 75, 100. I never even thought of it till you asked me. Yeah, 100. I think 100 would be a good a good, uh, I guess that's why I thought 35 the last time you were there on the live stream was so wonderful. Yeah, that's the first time I heard that. I didn't know. I didn't know. Oh, okay, so if anybody has any comments, uh, we're going to pray a little and have some music. Please call in 717-409-5553. 717-409-5553. And uh, we'll start off with Wild Olive. Well, I have a little tiny testimony. Um, I was able to send, by prompting of Twizzle, a link to the Broken Hearted brochure to someone in Gambia yesterday. Wow. Wow. That's, see, that made, that's like icing on the cake because that's what the ministry's for. Uh, well, not that's necessarily all it's for, but something like you just did. And it's so easy to do because of the internet and PDF. And yes, and it, it and send it back. Well, they would you say? Well, trans- they speak translated. They they speak mainly English there. I'm not sure, and the the other languages seem to be quite native. So um, I'm not sure how fluent he might be, but um, anyway, I'm organising to send him a Bible as well. But uh, I just thought that, and I was doing all this in the middle of Sharon's prayer meeting yesterday, and I was just thinking about the wonders of modern technology, that I can sit in New Zealand and attend Sharon's prayer meeting and send broken-hearted brochures to Gambia. There you go. (laughs) There you go. This is, 
So, okay, sin is abounding, it's wicked and all, but we're not in that realm. We're in the Lord's realm. And the Lord's realm is you're in New Zealand, you're listening to me in uh, Humble, Texas, and then you're you're emailing or whatever you're doing to someone who's Twizzle in, in Nebraska, and you were then sending PDFs of the brokenhearted to where Africa? Yeah, West Africa, Gambia. Yeah, yeah, I they, never knew anything about Gambia, but I do now. There you go. That's not welcome to <laughs> Christianity in uh, 2003. Yep, no stomping through the jungles with machetes for me. Ah. Sitting back and pushing buttons now. Now, hang on, Brother Greg just came in. Hello, Brother Greg. Hello. Uh, great great show today. I mean, um, at the um, Essianic Church. It was oh. really good watching oh. it. You did get to see it. Good. Oh, yeah, every bit of it, and it was really good. Um, I enjoyed the part when you brought up about the water, the uh, spirit, and all that. It was like really... Uh, I think it did the people a lot of good. Yeah, we, Greg. we get spoiled, you know. <laughs> it did, Greg. I'm telling you, afterwards, by far, the people came up and told me that that was, I mean, it really, like visually, they could see the whole, it all kind of came together. And there's the teaching. He's going to be teaching. Why is that water flowing out of the altar, or, or the, uh, not the altar, but the, the throne? And it's coming along the side of his house, and it's going out. Why? Why is that happening? Well, it's a witness. It's it's the life that that water is life, just like the water from his side pouring out was life, spiritual life. Amen. Water to spirit and the life. Yeah, yeah. They but they so, uh, really, really, really good. They really liked it. Yeah, well, that um, you really figured out a good way about. <clears throat> The non-King James people, uh, yeah. very few of the Bibles have that in it. Uh, when we were doing jail ministry, <clears throat> there were still a few that had the First John stuff in it and uh, and the regular kind of King James stuff. And now it's even worse. So they've done so many revisions that right. they take out a lot of that. You know. Before, yeah, like I, I said. What, I, I did not, I just did not want a confrontation, but why should I have to alter the word for them? Yeah. I remember when you first came up with that, uh, Luke 418, uh, I was passing out the brochures and all these different uh, businesses and everything. And one lady got all bent out of shape. Well, it's not in the King James. It's in the King James, but it's, we have it in uh, Isaiah 31. And, uh, I mean, all this kind of stuff and um, the typical, you know. And then uh, I kept going back in there. It was a Lowe's place and, you know, Lowe's. Um, and um, she, every time that she saw me, she ran away. Uh, huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, do you ever have to run away from someone? Never. <laughs> right. Right. I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to run away from a confrontation like that. You know, First John, 
I mean, Luke 4.18 is, that's the word of God. You took it out. Amen. First John 5.7, you took it out. I don't, I'm not going to run from that. We always loved that um, first John, you know, reading it, because remember, for a while, we were really uh, hitting it pretty hard a few years back, you know. I, yeah, I taught it. I taught it. There. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you really did. And it was the first time I ever looked at it that way was when you were teaching it. And it was really um, interesting. And I'm, you know, just uh, registers with you that it's the truth. And we used it in the jail ministry a lot. And uh, after a while, most of the people in there, they, they could get a Bible. And we tell the chaplain, this guy needs a Bible, but make sure it's a King James. You know, oh, so Greg, what... um, Chaplain Kelly uh, called me. Uh, yeah, he called me right after he called you. Oh, okay. Called me. All right. Yeah, I had a wonderful conversation with him, and he ordered uh, 50 books. So I sent them, and he ordered the books in the past and never really said anything to me. You know, he said he called me and uh, said, you know, I'll give you, uh, I need 50 books, and they'll put it, check in the mail. I said, sure, fine. So it was always kind of like a short conversation, but this time here he spent quite a bit of time talking to me, and I, I was blown away about his, he was giving me his opinion of when Jesus set you free of the book there. Um, he yeah. really said it's doing the Lord's work. That's what he said. He said it's, it's this is, he used all sorts of superlatives. I said, well, thank you. Thank you. I called him chaplain. Thank you, chaplain. I'm glad you were blessed. I'm glad you were blessed. That's the first time he's, he's done that. Yeah, but he's, uh, he's come a ways, too. I mean, everybody's, uh, he, he had a few things I wasn't real crazy about over the years, but, you know, you got to overlook something. Nobody's uh, going to be perfect in your estimations. But I, I like the way that you uh, did it today, and um, I like the way that you snuck in the water, the spirit, and the blood and everything. So that was really good. Amen. Amen. All right, since um, I'm going to, Give you the choice. While all of you are next, uh, what song would you like, Greg? Um, well, um, how about that West Virginia uh, bluegrass song? Is that possible for that you to sure find it? Or? Yes, yes. The one. Okay, hang on. Nancy's Kim. <laughs> yeah, they're from. She's from St. Albans, West Virginia, and they're from Hurricane. Which is not far. It's it's not far. I don't. I think. like that way that she was. Um, her her relatives were right in that uh, that house, and according to the Bible, remember that she was chasing down the relatives over in Gettysburg. Oh, yeah, that was um, uh, the Wallace house, and that was the second oldest. Was it second oldest farm? Continuously owned farm in uh, in Pennsylvania. They got an award for it, but the town was called um, I can't remember it. But that's where her folks uh, they had come from the Mayflower into Connecticut, and they left Connecticut and they came to um, Pennsylvania in Lancaster County, and we found that house. We found it. And I. I she, 
Wow. I, I knocked on the door and they were, they were Mennonites at it. And oh. uh, yeah. So what happened was that farmhouse was on a, a big farm behind them. And it was part of a big parcel of property. So the farm is technical, but the farm was the second oldest continually owned farm in Pennsylvania. And their house was on it, but they weren't farming, if, I, if you can understand that. Yeah, and sure. Mennonites owned it. So they were all excited huh. when uh, Nancy came in. And I, yeah. and I, we said she's a direct descendant of this house. It blew their mind. Wow. And, and she, so what they did was they took us to the original part. She said, um, this is the original part of the house and everything else was added on. So I told her we had the Bible for this house, the family Bible. Oh, and she so wanted to see it, but we, I didn't think of bringing it with us. But we had yeah. the, if, if I had that Bible with us, we would brought it into the house. That Bible was back there from 1750. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, definitely. Wow. So then we went down to the church. It was a Presbyterian church. It was right down the block. And we went to the, um, to the cemetery and there was, we opened the Bible up and it was, John Wallace, born such and such a date, you know, passed on such a date. And there was a very, they were all worn gravestones, but we could read it with the dates. They matched what was in the Bible. Wow. Then we met the pastor, and we we inherited pewter. Not we, Nancy inherited pewter, candlesticks and this and that. And... In that Presbyterian church, that we had, they were matching. The ones we had wow. matched the church. So the pastor wanted to buy them uh, really, I won't say desperately, but he really wanted, he said, we want them. Uh, I think some plates, we had some pewter plates that matched in the church. But it's fam- family, family yeah. heirlooms, so we didn't, Nancy didn't want to give them up. Wow. East Errol, that's the town. East Errol, Pennsylvania, uh, Lancaster County. And then her, uh, um, I'm trying to think, it would be the same side of the family. They uh, were in Gettysburg, and they built a church in Gettysburg, uh, just outside of Gettysburg. It would be uh, East Gettysburg from the battleground. So we went there, and there was uh, her descendants, and they were, they had bronze um, plaques on their, uh, on their grave gravestone, saying "Veteran of the War of 1812." Wow. So, yeah, Nancy's got all sorts of stuff in her background, like that. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. Oh, you wanted uh, Mama's Bible. I'm, Almost there. <laughs> no, no. Okay. All right. Here we're gonna. I'm gonna split this room wide open right now. Uh, all right. Where is it? Here it is. Black 
costume to fall. And it's much too big a thing for mortal man. Just take a look around and see the writing on the wall. Somehow we've got to find a helping hand. This world has never been in the awful shape it's in. Our leaders seem in doubt and what to do. It's time to pray. Is now a local sound. And our city streets are filled with angry men. Law is now a mockery throughout our troubled land. And destruction seems to be the current trend. This world has never been in the awful shape it's in. Scorn the things our leaders do It's time the prayer was spoken From the heart of every man Jesus, take a hold and lead us through Jesus, take a hold and lead us through Brother Greg, we ran him off. Wild Olive, why that are you really here? Good. I, I thought uh, Sister Kathy's gone, Sister Sharon's gone. Chased her, chased her out of her. Well, back. you threatened to play Mama's I phone. know. Please Sorry. come back. <laughs> Sister Kathy came back. <laughs> Sister Kathy, I was only kidding. I, I was only, You didn't have to flee. Oh, I did. <laughs> Self-defense. Self-defense. Just put it on mute. That's all. I did, well, I, I I I can't as well with this phone. I mean, I can still if I put y'all. I can't put it on mute for y'all. You know what I mean. Y'all don't hear me when I put it on mute, but I still hear y'all on uh, mute. Oh, okay. All right. That's funny. She fled. Yeah. She fled. <laughs> That's too much. Oh, I know how to punish you, Sister Kathy. I chain you up and play Mama's Bible. Yeah, and don't pull out that uh, that uh, bull whip because we don't want to disrupt Mama's <laughs> Oh my! Oh, you you heard firsthand how my daughter reacted to Mama's Bible. <laughs> yeah, I thought of her when I pushed the off button. I thought, bless her heart, oh, she couldn't do that goodness. in that bedroom. Oh, screaming at me and hollering at me. <laughs> Oh, in case folks aren't aware of this, I, um, I, I won't play Mama's Bible because Kathy and all of us serious about it. But um, I play it uh, from my daughter would didn't want to get up in the morning for school, so I play Mama's Bible there, and she'd wake up 
I mean, fire in her eyes, throwing pillows and things at me. Get out of the stop that. Turn it off. Stop it. I I hate screaming at me. I said, Well, get up in the morning and get ready for school and I won't play it. It worked. It got her up. Yeah, it did the trick. Yeah. Mama's Bible. I love it, but you know what I'll do? I'm gonna treat myself after the show's over. I'm gonna play Mama's Bible to myself. How's that? You play it as many times as you want to. You deserve it. I deserve it. Okay. Yeah. All right, Sister Kathy. What, what song? No, uh, Wild Olive. What song would you like? Uh, would I like uh, Redeemed by the Gaither Vocal Band? I think it's a Celtic version. Yeah, we're going to have to get... i got to get over to YouTube... Um, can, can I pray beforehand? Oh, please. Yes. Yes, please. While you're looking. Abba Father, thank you so much for the great things you did today. Thank you that the teaching went so well. There were no tornadoes going through. The electrics worked. The computer worked. Chaplain John's knees worked. Everything just worked so well, Abba, and I thank you and praise you for that. And I just pray that these teachings are just going to go far and wide and be a great blessing and bring great understanding uh, to uh, your word, your precious word, and things that are to come because it really just puts the whole of your story, uh, history together. And it's just such a blessing. And I pray that multitudes are going to hear this message. And especially the Jewish people, I pray that it will go back to Jerusalem and this message will be used to uh, show them that Jesus of Nazareth is actually their Jewish Messiah. And multitudes will come to call on his name uh, before that trumpet call because we just want to see multitudes at the marriage supper of the Lamb and, and not having to go through that tribulation time of Jacob's trouble. I thank you for all the doors that you're opening. Um, your word is going out. The brochures are going out. Uh, the world is going a bit crazy, but you are still on the throne, Abba, and uh, your word is going out and you are opening doors, pouring out your Holy Spirit, bringing multitudes into your kingdom. And I pray for all the new converts that you'd keep them rooted and grounded in good doctrine, bring good pastors and shepherds to shepherd them and uh, to disciple them, and that you'd ordain multitudes of them to also be evangelists and go out and share that precious gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I think this is it, um, and I'm not sure, but let's give it a try. Jesus, no language, 
my rapture can tell. I know that the light of his presence with me doth continually dwell. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through his infinite mercy, his child and forever I am. His love is the theme of my song. His love is the theme of my song. His love is the theme of my song. Redeemed, redeemed, redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Redeemed through His infinite mercy, His child and forever I am. Okay, um, Sister Kathy, would you like to lead us in prayer and then select a song? Yeah, I just I sent you one while I was on sabbatical uh, just a minute ago. Sabbatical? And, and your... Well, you were on <laughs> <Yeah>. sabbatical. <laughs> yeah, I was, and I um, sent it to you. So. Okay, and uh, I will go ahead and pray right quick. It's over on Facebook. I think this was the first song. Uh, Messenger. Yeah, 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 Messenger face. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for goodness and mercy that follows us all the days of our life. Thank you, God, that you never, ever, ever leave us or forsake us. And you have a plan and purpose, a future, a destiny, and a hope for us that is just hand-picked and tailor-made for us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, we just, we worship you in spirit and in truth, and we thank you for every good and perfect gift. You are the giver of life. You are the giver of perfect faith. You finish our faith. You author our faith. You are the good shepherd. You're the way maker. You're the peace speaker. You are the just, the end, and the beginning, the middle, all the way through. And Lord, your plan for us is just so exhilarating. So Father, we thank you that Chaplain John was able to work in in just fulfilling that purpose, Lord, today through this teaching. And we just thank you that it was so well received. And we thank you that you are stirring in all of our hearts that saw it and heard it. And Lord, we just we just thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, Lord, awesome God, great, great, great God, truth and life, peace and joy. 
oh, dear Lord, we just can't praise you enough. I want to pray for Larry, God, and just open the door for him as it was first opened before it was slammed shut. Just help him get a letter that reverses the second letter and let Lewis hear from his um the probation office, Lord, and thank you that John will be getting out Wednesday, and just bless everybody in jail and prison ministry, bless everybody in nursing home ministry, bless everybody in children's ministry, sidewalk ministry, just every phase of any kind of outreach period, YouTube and any kind of way, God, just open, open, open opportunities and then open the windows of heaven and then open the creative and um, administrative aspect of it. Just thank you, Lord, that where you guide, you provide. And Lord, you don't send us out without preparing us first. And it, it may not be preparation ahead of time. It may be as we take those steps as the the lepers did, God, walking down to the Assyrian army. And Father, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you. And we just thank you for this prayer line, this uh, Abba Father fellowship, Lord. We thank you for everybody that's part of it, everybody that's on the line now in any outreach there, uh, the three ways. And Lord, we thank you for those like Jerry in Canada that will be listening in archive or perhaps even now. So, Lord, just thank you that you're everything we need, and, Lord, you are working all things together for our good. Help us tomorrow with Randy's funeral, Lord, our first first uh, member of our little chapel congregation that will be buried uh, tomorrow. And we just pray, pray for Todd as he performs the service and as we do our little part as well. And just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. That that song now, where is it over here? Um, is it uh, written in red? It is, and it's in because when I was coming back onto the computer, it's the same guy that was singing uh, the one for um, Wild Olive. Yes. Oh, it, yes. And, and Twizzle and y'all, whatever y'all need to want to request, write something down and We'll be looking.
Down through the ages God wrote His love With the same hands That suffered and bled He was Another request from our Memphis Eve, and sometime tonight she would like, I Need Jesus. Oh. Okay. Oh, goodness. And um, Twizzle's got one here, too, and I'll see if I can get it over there to you. Okay, let me, um, yeah, I've got it, I've got it. Here we go. I Need Jesus by Homer Roadha- uh, Roadhaver. And the song, it was recorded, not uh, yeah, live, in 1915. So it's, what, 108 years old now? Wow. And he's the man that accompanied um, Billy Sunday on his, um, his evangelism. I Need Jesus. Here we go. Thank you. 
Kathy, what was the other song? All right, I sent it to your Gmail because I, I, that was the only way I knew. I, I copied and pasted it, and um, thank you. And also, sometime tonight, the cleansing wave. Oh, I know who's asking that. Well, that would be Gigi, <laughs> right, but um, right. Twizzle, Twizzle's got one that's got sign language. The Twizzle's is the one that, um, I guess Gigi isn't on tonight, but... Um, I heard this. I heard that song as an instrumental on the radio today, and I'm like, "What is that? What is that?" And it's like the cleansing wave. It was on BBN Network. It was just awesome. Oh, and and that was sent over to me. Yeah. Well, no, no, no. You got the cleansing wave. I sent over Twizzle's um, oh. request, and it's got sign language, so I can't wait to see it. All right, uh, whatever it is, whatever one you sent to me, I'm playing it. Yeah, that's in Gmail. Okay, more than hopeful, right. more than hopeful. All right. So, and where? But where is the cleansing wave? You have it. You have it. Oh, I, I, I'm mixing it up. I'm mixing it up. 
This one here is in sign language. I thought the cleansing wave was in sign language. No, no, I no. See. Okay, here we go. Oh, this might be her church. This might be her, her tribe. Oh, okay. He promised us that he would be a
let me switch this out of here. And here we go. The cleansing wave. Oh, now I see the cleansing wave. I think I'll have um, uh, have some prayer and then a song, and we'll uh, and we'll call it a night. Father, I thank you for today. Lord, I ask. Well, we prayed and asked. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And Lord, I'm sure that the vast majority of the people that were in the church um, believed in your shed blood for salvation but today lord it was from a new level that it faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god that strength they people mention that they feel strengthened inside by both uh, part one and part two thank you lord and i pray that this would spread this strengthening would spread and it would go all throughout the body of christ and be able to win uh Jewish people to you, Lord, and defend the faith against the uh, rabbis and the anti-missionaries. So thank you, Lord. 
Thank you. Thank you for these opportunities, Lord, to preach um, at the Prophecy Conference. And then, Lord, to uh, work with Bob to get him the... Uh, the uh, PowerPoint, and he wants to put them together in a uh, in a booklet, teaching type, Lord. Thank you so much for this, Lord. May this spread far and wide quickly, Lord. I'm asking to go quickly. Perhaps we can put the two teachings in a, uh, a video package, Lord, with the books. There you go. So thank you, Lord. Thank you for this. So we're asking for the, those that may be in doubt about the Lord, your son, that these, uh, this teaching would strengthen them. It would win precious Jewish souls, Lord, to you, and it would box in. It would uh, corral the anti-missionaries, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We praise you for thank you. Now, Lord, we're asking for a mighty outpouring of the Holy Spirit on the nation, Lord. That this would be genuine, Lord, with repentance and crying out to you for salvation, Lord, and power, power coming with it to be a bold witness, like the revivals of old, Lord, the revivals of 1800 in particular. Thank you, Lord. Genuine disciples of yours. We praise you and thank you, Lord. A mighty move in the college campuses, Lord, the high schools. Lord, um, coming, uh, filtering into the churches and the woke, Lord, these, we call them woke, especially, well, they're in high schools too, especially in the college campuses. They would come to you, Lord, in true repentance, true confession of Jesus, true, uh, with baptism, Lord. Uh, the, uh, the lesbians and homosexuals, Lord, your power would be so great it would break through them. That, that the strongholds and they would uh, come to you Lord the communists the anarchists the um, Antifa Lord Black Lives Matter all these groups Lord that the gospel would penetrate and they would come to you Lord thank you thank you and not only them Lord but just power coming into the churches and we'd be winning our neighbors to you, Lord. Clerks in the stores. Um, just talking to people in the street, Lord. Being great witnesses for you. So that's what we're asking for, Lord. This great power, release of power. A Pentecostal, real Pentecostal power, Lord. Just like it was in the day of Pentecost, we're asking for it now. So we thank you and praise you, Lord. And we, we just can't give you enough glory, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you now. In Jesus' name I ask. Amen. Amen. Um, all right, we'll call it a night, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow night with um, Dave Hauser. It was a real blessed day for me today, and then uh, Wild Olive mentioning how she used the... Um, the brochure page to send a PDF to uh, Africa. Amazing. Amazing. Lord, may that, Lord, may that page get out and go and be used for big things for you, Lord. Big things. Those brochures getting all over the world and maybe printed, they'll print copies and 
They'll cause revivals, Lord. Churches will go strong in you. Pastors will go strong in you, Lord. So thank you, thank you, thank you now. Thank you so much in Jesus' name. Okay, everybody, we'll see you, Lord willing, tomorrow night.